Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Grab your Bibles and stand with me this morning. We're doing part two. Last week, we just titled our sermon, What You Think? And uh, couldn't get away from that concept, so we're going to do part two this morning. Amen. Got a few places I want you to go with me in the Word of God. Let's go back to Ezekiel chapter number 37. Ezekiel 37, beginning in verse number 1. And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord, and he set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. And he caused me to pass round them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And God said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. I think it's important uh, to note that how Ezekiel addressed God. He addressed him, O Lord God. Uh, The word Lord there is Adonai. And it means to rule. It means sovereign controller. It means master. He said, Adonai Jehovah. In other words, he was making a statement in in reality that we don't pick up on that you're the master. You're the ruler. You're in control of this situation. In spite of what it looks like, you are sovereign and nothing is impossible with you. Oh, Lord God, thou knowest... And again he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I'm going to cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I'm going to lay sinews upon you and will bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, prophesy to the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter number 55. Isaiah 55 and verse number 7. It says, let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God. That word forsake actually means to abandon. It means to renounce. And as we were singing, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me that I needed to tell some people in this building today, 
Here's your word for today. I don't know what's going on in your life, but the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, abandon what you're thinking. Renounce it. Denounce it. This word ain't for everybody, but for some of you, you know who it's for, and God is saying, abandon it. It's to destroy you. It's to distract you. It's to deter you. Totally quit. It means to quit. Elbow your neighbor and tell them, quit it. Quit it right now. Stop it. Stop it. Amen. You need to quit that stinking thinking. Now, the Bible wouldn't tell you to quit something. He didn't give you the power to quit. Can I get a witness right there? Just stop it. Well, I just, I've been thinking, he said, quit it. Forsake your way. Forsake your thinking. Can I tell you, everybody likes change. Oh, we like change. We want to change weights, looks, hair color, style. We want change. We want better health. We want better everything. The problem with change is I can't get to where I'm going without leaving where I am. It ain't the going that's the problem. It's the leaving. I want to think better. I want to act better. I want to have a better attitude. Are y'all okay? I, I want all this stuff better, but in order to get to the better, I got to leave my stinking thinking, amen, and that's what I got a problem with. And as much as I don't like this thinking, amen, I have a, 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 some crazy dysfunctional attraction to it. Oh, God, he is already preaching, amen? And it is hard to leave it even if it's dysfunctional. But I'm telling you, I wanted to stop all the singing while it go because this is a whole word. We could leave right now. You could leave here. If uh, Let me tell you this. We'll go this far. If you can leave here today forsaking the way you were thinking when you came in here today, your life is about to change. It's about to change. You're going to get your old happy joy, peace, love. You're going to get all that back if you can just forsake how you're thinking today. Somebody shout, stop it. Stop it. Now. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. See, it ain't God. It ain't God. It ain't God. All that stuff's being told you right now, it ain't the Lord. It's the enemy. Now, I could come out and I could take you by the hand. I could drag you right up here and give you a prophetic word of who I'm talking to right now. But I don't need to because he's really talking to most of us. Amen. Of the enemy trying to separate and divide and destroy. Amen. Praise God. Stop it. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not thither, but watereth the earth and brings forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. I love this. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper into the thing whereto I sent it. Let's pray together. Today is very important. There's some people that have to have a word of the Lord before they leave here this day. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you now. 
because you have showed up here today to speak. God, you're going to be a speaking God. I pray that we be a hearing people. That today, oh Lord God, it's not another sermon. It's just not another trip to church on Sunday. But Lord, let today be revolutionary, transforming, God. Let our minds be renewed today that we leave here relieved of this heavy burden. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody shout amen. As you're being seated, she's going to put my last scripture on the screen. Revelations chapter number 12 and verse number 11. Let's read it in concert. Everybody out loud. Are you ready? And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Tell your neighbor, you want to be a winner? You got to say something. Open your mouth. Amen. You got to be a winner. You got to start talking like a winner. You can't start talking like a winner till you start thinking like a winner. Isn't it amazing these scriptures uh, that I just read you? God always interchanged thoughts with ways. Thoughts with ways. Why? Because your ways and your actions will always follow suit with your thought. Amen. You might control your actions for a little while, but sooner or later, you're going to be acting what you're thinking. That's why the Bible says you need to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because when the devil starts talking, you start listening. Before you know it, you'll be doing. Amen. Had not Eve stood there as long as she had, she would not have eaten that fruit. But he kept interjecting thoughts. Amen. Until she began to respond. Now, last week, we dealt with the subject of what you think. What you think. What do you think? Amen. And we came out of Ezekiel 37, and I just couldn't get away from it for, uh, for this Sunday. But God showed Ezekiel a valley full of dead. I'm talking about a long time dead, dry, scattered bones. In other words, God showed Ezekiel a situation that was totally impossible. It was beyond hope. Amen. And ask, had the audacity to ask Ezekiel, can these bones live? God was asking Ezekiel, what do you think about this situation? Now, the reason that this question is so important is because how, what and how you think is your belief system. And your belief system is what governs your life. It may be faulty. It may be dysfunctional. It may not have no truth in it. It may not have no stability in it. It may not have no merit to it. But if it's what you believe, what you believe is what governs your life. Your actions, your responses are always a fruit of how you see things. Some of you see the glass half full, and some of you see it half empty. Amen? That it doesn't matter how good it is. Sometimes it doesn't matter how bad it is. Amen. The actual measure of the situation is always measured by how you see it. What somebody can shout and praise God over, others are de uh, depressed about. <laughs> it's the truth. It's amazing dealing with so many people of how I see how people think by how they act and by their response. Amen. And for some of you, it doesn't matter how blessed you are. Amen. There's always a negative tone about everything. 
And no matter how prosperous, oh my God, he's preaching this morning, ain't he? Amen. And no matter how prosperous you are, amen, can't nobody get along with you. I'm just going to do the preaching and the praising this morning. Amen. Praise God. When, when there's people who would, who would give their right arm to have to put your shoes on every day. And you fuss while you put yours on. Is he preaching or fussing? I believe I'm fussing this morning. Amen. But it's all about per, per, perception. Amen. And, and some of you are just the opposite. Amen. Uh, a lot of people look at you and feel sorry for you for the condition you're in, and you're always <laughs> praising the Lord. You're always happy. You're always giving God glory. Amen. If some people got the monthly money you get a month, amen, they would have to take volumes. Wow. Thank you. It's the truth. It's the truth because it's all about perception and it's all about how you see things. It's only as bad as you think it is. I said it's only as bad as you think it is. Amen. So, so God is asking Ezekiel what may seem to be stupid, amen, and, and, and irrelevant, uh, a question that, that, that actually God is trying to make a statement that I want to know what you think about this situation because in reality, God is saying it doesn't matter who I am or what my power is or what my ability is. What matters is what do you think? Oh, my God, help me right now. Amen. Hey, listen to me. That's why Jesus looked at his disciples and said, who do men say that I am? Amen. And the disciples started talking to say, well, some say you're Elijah and some Elisha and some the great prophet. Amen. And they were spitting out what everybody else said. But he finally stopped and said, well, let, 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 uh, well tell me this. Who do you think I am? Amen. Who do you? Because you see, it don't matter who the pastor thinks I am. It doesn't matter what my elder thinks I am. It doesn't matter what anybody else or any of your friends thinks I am. The question is, I want to know is, who do you say that I am? Am I Adonai? Am I the Lord? Am I sovereign? Am I able? Amen. I mean, in your eyes, in your eyes, because you see, I can, God said, I cannot transcend uh, the boundaries uh, that you put me in by the way you think. I, I can't go beyond that. I can't be no bigger than that. I can't be no bigger. And you may sit there and say, well, he's God. He can do. No, 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 no. Amen. I need to know. The Bible says Jesus could not do many mighty miracles because of their unbelief. So, so how we think matters, amen, uh, and, and how we think governs our actions and our responses, amen, and I've noticed that, that, uh, 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 that, that, that we want to judge everybody by our own thought patterns, amen, we, we want to pull everybody into our well, we want to pull everybody into our circle. And if we're manipulators, we want to make everybody manipulators. <laughs> Boy, I'm just going to ease around. In here. I ain't going to sweat today. I ain't going to spit. <laughs> huh? It's true. And if we're apt to lie, then we're always suspect. Yeah. That look right there. Are you telling me the truth? 
Amen. Are you listening to me? And if we have a problem loving, then we pull everybody in to our circle. Amen. And if someone's trying to love us, we have a problem receiving it. They want something. Amen. Tell, tell, preacher, you preaching good. Tell me. Help me. Somebody, somebody, that's good preaching, Pastor. Amen. Because you see, everybody's drawing from a different well. Amen. And I don't know who muddied up your well. Amen. But we're all drawing from a different well. And, and, and you got to be careful who you let pour water in your well. Oh, my God. I've done that both sides. You, you got to be careful who you let make a deposit in your well because sooner or later, you got to pull a bucket out of that well and you're going to drink from that well and you are what you drink. Amen. Are you listening to me? So, so today, God's going to teach us that you know what? You need to dig another well. Amen. You need to forsake that old well and just start digging you a whole brand new well because some of you are not your own. You just acted like your daddy acted. Oh my God. That's not even you. You're just responding like mama responded. You're responding like uncle responded. My God, he's on to something. Honey, you told me to throw them notes away. We may just not preach that. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. And some of you don't even like it because when you do it, you said, my God, that was just like daddy. Oh, my, 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 my. Amen. And for some of you, that's a good thing. But for some of us, amen, we're, you're not even living your own life. You're simply a reflection, amen, of the well that was dug uh, by somebody, a predecessor. Oh, my God, I feel like the Holy Ghost is after something this morning. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. And you don't like it, and you're not happy with it. So the Lord told me to tell you, well, forsake it. Well, forsake it. Amen. And, and believe you me, amen, uh, this is not easily done because if there's one thing that's hard to change, it's your mind. Can I get a big amen right there? Amen. I said if there's one thing that's hard to change, it's your mind. Even when your mind torments you. Even when your mind makes you misuse and abuse your children. Even when your mind makes you misuse and abuse yourself. Even when your mind, amen, makes you do things you don't normally want to do. It's still hard to change your mind. Oh, somebody help me, amen. And so God said, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts, so you're going to have to forsake your thoughts and forsake your ways. It's not enough to set yourself up in the house of God and call yourself a Christian. (laughs) I need to get a better tone about that. Amen. Are you listening to me? And still mouthing and misusing and abusing. And say, well, I just can't help it. It's just the way I tease. Amen. He said, I want you to forsake it. I want you to cut it off. I want you to abandon, amen, that old way of thinking. And I want you to elevate your thinking to how I think. Not only your thoughts, he said, you need to abandon some of your ways. Amen. Just, 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 I'm telling you, we sit in the house of God and say, well, it's just the way I am. It's just the way I am. No, I love it, Bobby Stowe. I am not the man I used to be. Why? Because I have been redeemed. Amen. 
Can we go a little deeper? So your actions and your responses are a direct result to how you think it. And that's the only access Satan has to you. He has no more power than that. Satan, now that you are born again, has no more dominion than to knock on your mind and try to put thoughts in your head. Can I get a witness? Am I well say amen? Are you listening to me? Huh? Uh, 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 he, he tried to put thoughts in your head. I don't care how long you've been saved. Amen. I, me and my wife's in an extensive remodel, and I was just painting yesterday, and this, 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 this sorry old wore-out paint gun I got, amen, that a brother loaned me, it just kept giving me a fit. And it kept giving me a fit. And ain't nothing no more worse than when you're in solid paint clothes, and you're painting, and it just pukes on your wall. It just kept puking everywhere. Puking. Now, hold my, my wife knew I wasn't going to last long. She said, why don't you stop? Let's go to Lowe's. Let's go buy a brand new one. Let's go buy No, I'm going to get it. It'd puke. And it'd puke. And it'd puke. Amen. So we decided. I throwed it down and started to go buy me a brand new one. And, and Lacey come by and said, where y'all going? I said, well, I figured I'd better go buy a new uh, uh, paint gun because I just cussed this one out. And she looked at me first like... No, she knew better than that, amen. And I didn't cuss it out, but it ain't because the devil didn't try to get me to cuss it out. Is anybody in this? Can I just be real today, amen? I've been saved a long time, amen. But let me tell you what, I don't care how long you've been saved, the only access the devil has to you is right here. You know, both right here. And he wanted me to talk to that gun in a way that was unbecoming of my vocation. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Amen. Uh, so, so the only access he has to you is your mind. It's your mind. And when you let him begin to revolve thoughts around in your mind, uh, are you listening to me before long, your attitude, your alt- altitude, and your actions start following suit with how you're thinking. Can I get a witness out there? I know I'm preaching to somebody in this place, uh, and it starts affecting you and your demeanor and everybody around you so the word for today is forsake the way you're thinking just stop it Uh, we're going to change title this message today to stop it just stop it just stop it why because if you don't stop it you're going to allow a lie to rob you of what you love the most If you don't stop it, you're going to lie a falsehood that there's no truth to it. There's no merit to it. Amen. But I told you last week, once the devil starts putting it in your mind, then you start looking at people like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Is this good or what? You know why it's good? Because every one of us deal with it. Amen. Oh, yeah, I know that preacher. You better watch him, huh? Amen. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you listening to me? My God. Am I talking to anybody in this place right now? And it just starts changing. It starts changing your perception. It starts changing how you look at people. Amen. And people you were once close to, all of a sudden, they become suspect in your life. Help me, Holy Ghost, to preach this morning. And before you know it, it's a plan to divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. That if I can pull you away from your strength, I got you. I come to tell you as your pastor, stop it. 
now. <laughs> just stop it. Now, I know I ain't screaming. I ain't climbing the pews, but I just don't feel like it this morning. I just feel like, amen, that we need to get control of what's going on right here. Oh, I know you ain't chasing women. You ain't smoking pot. and you. <laughs> I don't know why I looked at you. <laughs> I got some drug tests in my... Is the Lord trying to tell me something? <laughs> uh, oh, I know. I know you ain't throwing cuss fits. And I, I know you ain't, you ain't running the bars and all that. But let me tell you what. There's a little evil worm that'll try to get right in here. Somebody help me preach. He'll get right in here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll do more damage right in here. Amen. That you ain't never lifted a finger. Don't nobody else know what you're thinking. Don't nobody else know anything. But destruction is wreaking havoc right here. Right here. He said, you better forsake that. You better forsake that because them ain't my thoughts. Oh, my God, I feel that so this morning. Amen. I, I don't know about preaching that message I got up there. But the Lord wanted me to tell somebody, you need to know them are not the thoughts of the Lord. That is not God. That is not the Lord. You see, the devil will disguise himself with the Lord. Amen. And you'll be thinking, God's telling me. God's telling me to do this and go there and do that. But I come to tell you, I don't know what's going through your mind. But I can tell you that the Lord said, them are not my thoughts and them are not my ways. He said, forsake them. Forsake them. <laughs> oh God, I feel a burden for us this morning. Forsake those thoughts, he said. He said, for as the, uh, the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways and my thoughts are so much higher than yours. Amen. He said, I need you to leave that low level thinking. So I need you to help me right now. Look at your neighbor. Look him right in the eye and ask him, what you thinking? Uh, what you thinking? Because what you're thinking is destroying you. It's not even a reality. Oh, my God. And that's the way the devil works. It's not even a reality. It's not, it's a farce. It's a false world. Amen. It's not a reality. Amen. But what's crazy is your perception is your reality. So once you slip into that trap, everything starts looking that way. Right? I mean, everything starts looking that way. Amen. And I believe, look, I don't know, but I believe even that, even maybe the devil, when he gets you to hear, he really gets involved, and he may, he, he may even provoke Benny to say something he wouldn't normally say. So it is true. Huh? Am I telling the truth? You never talked to me like that before. <laughs> Never acted like that before. It's, it's, it's God. It's God showing me. Benny's, you got to watch that Douglas boy. Huh? Amen. I'm telling you, I'm going to find me another church. Anybody let elders like that be elders? God. The Bible said that Isaiah went to speak, but he wouldn't speak for seven days. And he sat where they sat. He said, I don't even have a right to speak to you till I feel what you're going through. Because I might, speak, I might not speak with the mercy I need, the wisdom I need. And he sat silent 
And that's the way I feel this morning. That I wish I wasn't the pastor. And I could just sit out here with you. And just be quiet. Do y'all feel that this morning? It's like we just want to be quiet. Just want to be quiet so I can feel what's going on in the pews of the church I pastor. So I can feel what's going through your mind and your heart. Because that's what the Holy Spirit feels this morning. He feels that the enemy is trying to cloud your judgment. Amen. And distort the character and the integrity and the virtues of your brothers and sisters, of people you love. Oh, God, y'all better pray for me. We're after something this morning. Amen. He's trying to right now. Amen. Amen. It ain't one person. It ain't two people. It's the life church this morning that I feel this burden. It's life church. Amen. That Satan is trying to get us to thinking on the wrong scale. Why? Because you are a progressive church. You are a powerful church. You are a a, a, a a mobile church. You are a loving church. You are a body that is dangerous as long as the bones are connected together. As long as the bones are not dead and scattered. But I feel the devil in this place this morning trying to conquer and divide and cause our bones to fall in some dead trad valley. But I stand as the leader of this church and I declare you we shall live I declare God God is about to put muscle on this body he's about to put strength back in this body he's going to put flesh on this body and we're going to rise up somebody ought to get on your feet and prophesy we will live and not die we will live and not die. I need somebody to help me right now to prophesy to the wind. Somebody needs to prophesy to the Holy Spirit. Blow on us, Holy Ghost. Blow back into life, church. Blow in this place right now. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Change me. Change me. Change the way I think. God, I can't leave here today thinking like I was thinking when I walked through that door. Is there anybody else in this place can relate to me? I can't leave back out because I don't have another week in me. I don't have one more week in me. I don't have another day in me. I'm not going to make it another day thinking like I'm thinking. Forsake your thoughts. He said, because you're thinking down here, your logic is destroying you. Your your logic, your logic at best is carnal. And God said, a carnal mind is an enemy to me. It's an enemy to my way. It's an enemy to my will. I'm not talking about that heathen sinner out there. I'm talking about us. He said, your carnal thinking is enmity against me. Because the devil can get in your carnal thinking and get you to reasoning and you will build a world right here. And it's not abnormal because you see, you're designed to do that. By faith, we know that the worlds were framed by what? 
By faith, we understand, Hebrews 11 and 3, that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Amen. You will frame the world you live in by thoughts in your mind and the words you speak in. Amen. My God, help me, Holy Ghost. If ever I needed prayer, I need it this morning. Amen. And, and you got to be careful because that lying spirit will get in there and you'll start framing a false world. You'll start framing a world. I've seen it time and time again. Amen. I've seen time and time again people leave this church right here over things that were never even real, never even true, never even reality, but your perception is your reality. Amen. Are you listening to me? I'm okay this morning. Amen. And I feel the pull today more than ever in my life that the enemy is, well, life churches in the crosshairs of the enemy and he's doing everything he can right now to take her out. But I hear the Holy Ghost saying, can these bones live? So I'm going to stand with Ezekiel today and say, Adonai, sovereign master, controller, you are in control of everything. And you know these bones. In other words, I so distrust my opinion. If I, can I just challenge you with something? If you're going to be suspect of anybody, you ought to be suspect of your own mind. Wow. That was deep. Because you see, you're accusing the wrong people. The, the devil is an accuser of the brethren. That's what he does. When in reality, we ought to walk in suspect of my own thinking. Oh, it's dangerous for me. It's dangerous for me. It's dangerous for me to get thinking too much. Because I know me. Amen. Believe it or not, I came from a, a sense of insecurity. I come from insecurity. It was birthed in me. I mean, remember, I rode the short bus to school. Remember, I was in special class. I tried to play football, broke my collarbone twice in one year. I tried basketball and shot at the wrong goal. I was always trying to help somebody. <laughs> I thought that team needed help. You know how embarrassing that is? Hey, Benny, it ain't that funny. Huh? You hear me? I'm telling you. So naturally, I mean, I graduated. I weighed 130 pounds. 130 pounds senior. Amen. I look like a string being with an afro. I used to have hair. I came from insecurity. I know what insecurity is. And when you come from insecurity, sometimes you overdo to make do. Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. And really, you overdo to make through. So when you come from a spirit of insecurity and somebody looks at you wrong, well, your spirit does the rest. Oh, who am I helping in this place? Amen. You ain't got to tear me down. Amen. I'll tear myself down. Amen. Because of insecurity that I never did measure up. And obviously, who am I helping in this place this morning? Obviously, I don't measure up now. Amen. And it'll cause you to never do anything and never say anything because I know I'm a failure. But if I keep my mouth shut, maybe nobody else will know I'm a failure. 
And I wasn't able to do anything else, so if I don't do nothing now, huh? My God, what a sermon this morning. Amen. That if I, maybe if I don't just do anything, then I won't have to uh, suffer the rejection and the hurt of failure. So you see, I'm from a long line of, of, of uh, uh, insecure people. Amen. And when you have that hanging over your head, the devil can have someone look at you the wrong way or say something that they didn't even mean to be the wrong thing. But in your reality, you saw it as something else. And, it, and then the devil can step out of the picture. He can just step right out of the picture. Oh, some of you respond differently. You know, some of you respond with timidity and some of you respond with bashfulness and some of you respond with just keeping your mouth shut and going right back into your corner. Amen. Staying in the shadows, never saying, never doing anything and just kind of staying there. Some of you respond with anger and you become a bully and you lash out on people. Amen. It's not because you're big and brave and strong. It's because you're insecure and you're just trying to survive. I'm just going to try to stand my ground. Amen. And maybe I can hide who I really am. Amen. Is anybody listening to me? And every bit of this is always coming from one lie that the devil planted in that mind. He just planted in the mind. He planted in the mind. Amen. In other words, you already got it all over you, and you got it all in you. It's the well you're drawing from. So it does not matter what the preacher preaches. It does not matter how much they applaud you. It does not matter how much they compliment you. Amen. Because you go home, and it was not enough. It was not enough. God can use you. God can use you. Amen. And people are blessed. People are ministered to. Amen. Are you listening to me? And they can pat you on the back and then applaud you and say, my God, you was a blessing to me only to go home and cry yourself to sleep because it never is enough. Never is enough. (laughs) It's a prison. That the devil puts us in because we never is enough. It never is enough and we never measure up. And here we are being used by God. Got beautiful relationships all around us and we'll destroy every one of them. And if we don't destroy them, we'll pull away from the ones we should be pulling up to us. (laughs) Pull away from the ones that we should be holding on to. Amen. Said, I need you. I need you in my life. You know why I need you in my life? Because you'll tell me the truth. You know why I need you in my life? Because you'll look me in the eye, amen, and you'll just be honest with me. That's why I need you in my life, amen, that when you tell me I'm doing good, it's not fluff. It's not just, 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 just talking to be talking, amen. And the reason I know that, because when I do bad, you'll tell me that too. It is the most powerful thing. It's the most powerful thing. The Bible says the countenance of one brother sharpens the countenance of another. Amen. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not no brain surgeon and I can't see it happening. But when I'm sharpening my knife, I'm losing something. Would you agree? But I have to lose something to become sharp. So if my countenance sharpens your countenance and you that tells me that there's something that calls you that when you rub against me amen that it's going to cut some things off of me 
Is anybody listening to me? Our conversation should be to where that there is correction coming sometimes that makes me a little sharper. It makes me a little smarter. Am I okay this morning? Amen. But the problem is when we refuse to forsake our thoughts. And we refuse to forsake our ways. Think about these girls coming in this program. That's what this program here is designed to do is start knocking the rough edges off. And some of them come with some rough edges. Just like church members. Amen. And, and, and it's all the same. This is a big discipleship program. Am I right about it? It ain't just these girls in a program. Somebody give the Lord a hand praise. We're all in a program. We're all in a program, and it's designed to knock the rough edges off of us. But it's amazing to me that we have submitted ourselves to this kind of leadership and will rebel against it. You want to know why? Because it's hard to forsake our ways. It's hard to forsake our thoughts. Because it's something that we want to hold on to. It's something that we feel like that is ours. And it's the very thing that's sinking our ship. So when God spoke to me, I didn't feel like preaching no more. I just wanted to encourage this body that if we don't do nothing else today, let's just forsake our thoughts. Let's abandon them. Let's abandon them. And, and the third definition was renounce them. That means I'm going to have to do some talking to myself. Now today, big boy, that's how I talk to myself. Or handsome, or now, today, handsome. <laughs> hey, the Bible says you got to speak things that are not. <laughs> and now, oh, one with a head full of hair. <laughs> a little sugar sure helps the medicine go down. You know what, today, I got I to gotta wake up and say, you know what, sir? Your thinking got you where you was at when she was leaving you and taking that little one with her. That's what your thinking got you. Your wife was walking out with your only child because of your thinking. Your thinking didn't work too good for you. So every now and then I got to remind myself I'm still not qualified to do my own thinking. I need to be spiritually minded and let God do my thinking for me. So Ezekiel got it right when God said, Ezekiel, what do you think about this situation? He said, well, you know what? You're the master. Now, Ezekiel was a man. I'm trying to quit. Ezekiel was a man. He was a normal man. 
He wasn't no different from you. Uh, who is it in James that said Elijah or Elisha? Elijah was a man with like passions. In other words, he's, he was just like you, Nathan. But he was so powerful, he prayed and God shut the heavens for three days. But he wanted to remind us he was just like you. He had feelings like you and he had emotions just like you. So if he was a man like me, I can tell you the first thing he thought. Without a shadow of a doubt. The first thing he thought when God said, can these bones live? The first thing he thought was, that is impossible. This, this thing's been dead forever. These, the natural side of him thought, no way. But what I like about Ezekiel was, he chose to forsake <laughs> what he thought about this situation. He said, Lord, I refuse to respond with what I think and disannul what you know. I refuse to disannul what you can see with what I can't see. Because all I can see is the here and the now. And if I make my judgment based on the here and the now, I'm going to disannul what you know. That's when we abort our miracle. Is when we start responding to hopeless situations with what we think. Instead of standing back and saying, God, you know. You know. And so I'm going to forsake from this moment, <clears throat> I've never, I don't know that I've ever been in this place as your pastor, but I'm struggling right now with going back to my sermon and just following the Holy Ghost right now. So I'm going to try to follow the Holy Ghost. I'm so amazed that one of my elders told me, do not use your notes today. <laughs> and, I, and I looked at him and said, I feel you, but in my mind I was saying, you nuts. <laughs> huh? Are you following me? That today, Life Church is at a crossroads. And I say Life Church because what I'm preaching deals with every individual sitting in this. I ain't talking to two people. I'm talking from the pulpit to the sound room. And to our nursery workers in there watching on TV. That the devil's been pulling our minds too far out. <clears throat> and today I hear the Holy Spirit screaming. You got to quit it. You got to stop it. You got to forsake it. Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.